Welcome back to the the podcast. Hey, it's my job. Shut up. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, my name is Cameron Riley. This is the podcast where uh, I sit down with my uh, sons, Hunter and Taylor, and we talk about stuff. Uh, really to try and get a perspective on how 18-year-olds think about things and uh, how they're different to someone of my generation. Um, Gen X versus Gen Z. Had a lot of good feedback uh, on the first episode that we did. Um, we're still trying to come up with a name for it. Speaking of which, you guys have started your own podcast, I believe, Behind My Back, Against the Contracts. My lawyers will be in touch. What's the name of your podcast? We are calling it the Untwined Podcast, with the twin right in the middle. It was a complete accident. Not, no, it wasn't. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, we're just going to be talking about shit and breaking it down, and uh, yeah, should wow. be fun. Wow. Does, does that Second t- generation of Riley podcasters. Does, does that tingle your loins? I wonder if you're the first second generation podcasters. What does that mean? Well, I, I, you know, I'm you a podcaster. You claim you're the first podcaster. Right. In Australia, and I am, was. You got that, something to back that up? A written piece of paper signed by the Governor General. If you can find a podcast published earlier than November... 2007? 14th, 2004. Oh, shit. Then okay. point it in my direction. Anyway, so we've talked about... There's a number of subjects that I thought we could talk about this week. We talked about maybe uh, drugs. We talked about guns. Um, but we're going to start with climate change. Taylor, was your idea why climate change? Well, you mentioned it last week. We talked about this at the end. Yeah, climate change, I think, it would be interesting to get our perspective because you're all going to be dead when it comes relevant. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. You know, you were born into a world that has, uh, has a, a clock ticking on it. All the scientists, vast majority of uh, scientists working in climate change anyway, say that by the end of this century, the world's going to be fucked and you're going to be still around. Um, my generation and the generation that came before me have sort of uh, just fucked it all up for you guys. So it's meant to be like a big problem by the time we finish this century. It's like, what are they going to do? Like 12 to- years, all right? Well, I mean, it, it's it's getting worse all the time, but they're, they're talking about the... the by the end of this century, the sort of massive impacts of it, even by the middle of the century, by 2050, uh, the forecasts are that the temperature, the average temperature or the mean temperature, I think, around the world uh, will be maybe a couple of degrees higher. Dude, they're going to get a wicked tan then. Is now. Um, that this will cause the ice caps to continue to melt, which will put all of this, uh, well, number of consequences of that. Flood the coastlines? Well, lots more water in the oceans, which will flood coastlines around the world. Of course, many, many major cities uh, will be underwater. Uh, People who live on islands and archipelagos like Indonesia will probably all be underwater. Hundreds of million, 200 million people live in Indonesia, which is going to be all underwater. So they're going to have to move somewhere. Plus, everyone on the coast of Australia will be... Trying to move somewhere. What do you mean, what do you mean everyone on the coast of Australia? Like, everyone in Australia is on the coast. Lives on the coast, yeah. 93% of our population or something lives on the coastline, mm-hmm. um, which if this... I think the forecast is that the ocean... The water levels will rise by a couple of metres, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. Because people are, like, you know, two metres tall, so it'll go grow by a whole person upwards. 
Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty. If you think Grow about by that a way, person. Think yeah. about it that way. It's it's a lot. Yeah, but just the impact of that. Uh, our infrastructure is not ready to handle that kind of. You know, we saw that here when we had the floods in 2011. I don't think the water rose by that much uh, across Brisbane, but it already created massive damage. Um, and they said at the time, oh, it's a once-in-a-century event, but the sea levels could be permanently that high at some point in the century. Plus, then you've got people just dying of extreme heat or extreme cold because we don't really understand the uh, butterfly effect of that kind of change. Um, sea life dying, animals and plants on the, on, on the land dying, um, the impact that those deaths have on the broader ecosystem because everything's interconnected, you know, food chains and all that kind of stuff. Also, possibly, you know, the release of methane into the atmosphere that's been trapped in the Arctic shelves. What about um, more power for uh, air conditioners and heaters and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And how we're going to drive that. Um so, like, this is the world that you guys are living in. Now, I know you've talked a little bit about this in your schooling. I remember you, I think you, Tay, had to do an assignment on <laughs> that in year 11 or year 12, and I helped you with it, and you failed as a no, result no, of something? No, it wasn't on that. That's just, we had to write an article we had on to, it. Oh, you had to pick something. Yeah. Right. And then my teacher said, climate change isn't fucking real, and failed me. Right. How old was he? Like, 60. Right. <laughs> he didn't say climate change isn't fucking real, but what did he do? He said this is science fiction stuff. That's quite because your article was ta- you had to do something that was controversial or something, right? Write an, a fake yeah. media article. Well, it was an opinionated piece. That was the point. Opinion piece, right? And and you said opinion. something about I gave an opinion. He goes fuck you. <laughs> he didn't say that, but he did fail you, and he did have a conversation with you. I recall where he said he doesn't believe he didn't believe that. No, no, no. He no, I never had a conversation with him. He just wrote that on my paper. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So with your opinion piece, he then gave his opinion. <laughs> <and failed you. laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Public school system. So how do you guys feel about um, all of this? When you think about these sorts of things, do you just kind of put it in the back of your head and don't think about it? Or is it something that, you know, you, you feel like is a burden or is it a sense of responsibility to do something about it? I feel like it's not a burden at all. I feel like it's going to solved. Really? Um, well, we got Musk doing shit. He, he's just going to come out. I feel like he's just going to come out on Twitter one day and just be like, solved it, and that's going to be it. But I don't know. Maybe so you're relying on... If that doesn't happen, we just... I don't know. Magic. Yeah. Well, he's already got away. Get the fuck off Earth. Yes. So maybe that's the... I, I heard something the other day saying that um, by like 2050, he wants us to be on like Mars. Yeah. The people on Mars. Yeah. Mm. Right. But I don't think he's going to put seven billion. Well, the population will be like eleven billion. Then I don't think he's going to put all those people on Mars. How, how big is Mars relative to Earth? Is it smaller or larger? That's a good question. Smaller. How much smaller? One zero point seven times smaller. <laughs> That's a fact. It's a verifiable fact. <laughs> Google it. Actually, serious. factually, fact. No, no, it is. No. It's zero point seven times smaller. Yeah. Mm. You going to put money on that? Yeah. 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 Okay. Put your nuts on it. <laughs> My nuts. You lose them if it's not, and if it is, you still lose them. <laughs> yeah, I see you've been reading a book on negotiation skills. Very good. Um, so seriously, how do you... you I mean, because when I was growing up, the existential threat to the species was thermonuclear war. 
well, we we grew up believing that at some point there was going to be all-out nuclear war between the Soviet Union and the United States, and we'd all get caught up in it, and we'd probably die. I, I would literally imagine that I was going to uh, see a bomb uh, flying towards us and an explosion, and that would be it. I mean, that's still a real possibility these days, but North Korea and the US and yeah. Russia. Yeah. They, well, they have The US and Russia, I think, have more nuclear weapons now and more powerful nuclear weapons than they did in the 70s. Mm. Uh, but this is another existential threat on top of that then, uh, climate change. So, Taylor, you think it's, not, it's never going to happen. It's all going to be magically solved by magic. Oh, no, I'm just holding out for it. I think I think there's a very good chance that we're all fucked, but I'm holding out. I'd like to believe that there's someone's going to come up with a solution, but you know, you you have faith in Elon Musk. I do. Yeah. When's Elon Musk going to release a Bible? <laughs> we should start a new religion. Maybe that's what Based you should Elon do: Musk. start a religion, worship yeah. the Musk. What about you, Hunter? How do you feel about climate change? Honestly, I don't really think about it that that, that often. It's not um, such a pre- pressing issue for me. Um, I mean, when you when you bring it up and you have to think about it, yeah, it sounds like it's a problem. But you know, it's not something I constantly think about. Like you mentioned before, with nuclear war, I envision a world where I'm gonna get a couple of degrees hotter and a couple of meters more of ocean levels rising. It's not something I actually think about on a regular basis, if ever. Uh, well, when I if I when I think about it, sometimes it's like, oh, you feel a bit of responsibility. Like, Look, it's our generation that has to solve something. I'm not going to be a scientist or anything, but you know, you feel some sort of responsibility to want to solve this problem, you know. But and I'm sure that's what people that actually have the skills try to do. But instead, you know, like sometimes I st- I think to myself, just fuck it. Let's just see what happens. That was like Donald so, Trump. No, you know, no, yeah, yeah, with Donald Trump, you know, like let's just see how crazy shit can get. You know, I think you remember what I said when, when Donald Trump was getting elected. I was like, you know, it, it's probably not a good thing, but there's a small part of me that just wants to go fuck it. Let's just see like how bad like, things can like get. It's like when someone offers you cocaine for the first time, and you're like, you know, I've heard it's bad for me, but you know, I've heard people have fun. Have you offered you cocaine? I haven't had cocaine before, but I'm sure Dad might have tried it once. No, never. No. What's the worst you've gotten? Nothing. I mean, I don't do drugs, unfortunately. I think. <laughs> well, you know my story he about. He's got no money. You know my story about my story about weed ice cream. That was the worst that's, that's it's ever got. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I'm, I'm assuming it's the same sort of thing. Like, you, there's a little bit of me that's the devil on my shoulder that's saying, you know. Yeah, but you got to live through it. I mean, all joking aside, I mean, I feel guilty having brought kids into the world that are going to have to go through this because if the forecasts are right, it is going to be. Not a nice, not a nice world to live in. Like I'm the last generation that's had a nice life. You guys are, you guys are going into a world that's going to be. Can you imagine what's going to happen if a large percentage of the population in this country needs to get up and move inland, and all of the infrastructure, the roads, the plumbing, the electricity, the te- telecommunications, like a- everything needs to move inland by. It sounds like an economic collapse. Yeah, exactly. It does. And then you've got 200 million people from Indonesia knocking on our door saying, hello, let us in. 
uh, and us going, no, no, you can't come in with our 27 million people. Yeah, if someone can cause the GDP just twigging one thing and then it triggers a butterfly effect and everything goes to shit, like imagine what happens when something big like this hits. And then you've got, you know, the impact of it on the rest of the world, which we're already seeing, you know, uh, uh, asylum seeker crises uh, around the world where war-torn countries have people that are trying to get out and that's causing massive economic problems and social destabilisation problems in Europe, places like Greece and France, Germany. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I feel guilty about it, but it sounds like it weighs more on me than it does on you guys. I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. Well, we can. It's, it's, next, it's next to already definitely going to happen and hit and get bad. So, like, there, I don't think there's much an individual of our age could do. Okay, well, I mean, the answer to that normally would be everyone can contribute by yeah, using well, less electricity and uh, it's like not driving a car everywhere and uh, not blow-drying your hair every morning. Sure. But if we're already at the point where we're screwed, like, <laughs> let's just say, like, fuck it, I'm going to keep the aircon on, you know? Um, like, you, you've got a short life, um, so, you know... If I could keep the aircon on. <laughs> it's like, would you rather eat boring for 100 years or eat great food for 70? So your attitude is, fuck all life on the planet. Let's just have no, a good no, no, week. I'm no, here for a short time, not a good long there's, there's a time. A good time me, a long there's a little bit of me. There's a little bit of me. That's a little bit of, let's just... Okay, what about the rest of you then? Uh, it's... Stop Stop with the, you know, fronting. What, what, fronting? Yeah. What do you mean? I'm trying to sound cool. Oh, fuck it. Let's all die. <laughs> no, no we, no, we won't all die. We just go into some, like, apocalyptic, you know, Mad Max sort of wasteland. Wasteland. Yeah. yeah. That's like kind of fun. Yeah, it sounds kind of fun. When the gangs take over the highway. I'll be, like, I'll be that creepy guy on the, front somewhere. Of, on the front of the truck with the electric guitar, like, jumping up and uh-huh. down. Yeah. I'm going to be spray painting Hunter's mouth with silver shit. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah. Right. Get out of routine. It a sounds bit. kind of fun. It I sounds can see. I can't. I can't get a serious conversation out of you guys. So let's hope that somebody of your generation yeah. is taking this a little bit more seriously than you are. Well, no, I think it's your generation. I think the responsibility is on you guys to fix it. To I'd fuck what you already. But if my up. generation and your grandmother's generation were going to do anything about it, they would have done it by. Well, now. actually, our grandmother's generation are relying on Jesus to you fix. Know, you know, our I was gen- talking about my mother. You know, not our okay. generation aren't mother. really in a position to play any. They are. They're the people in power. It's the it's the baby boomers, the people in their sixties and their seventies that are the most of the politicians, the the corporate CEOs, the the presidents and prime ministers. That they're the people that should be taking leadership on this, but they're not. In yeah. fact. Most of them are going in the opposite direction. Donald Trump says it doesn't exist. Scott Morrison says it doesn't exist. The, the, most of our political leaders around the world are just putting their fingers in their ears, closing their eyes and going, la, 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 la. Yeah, we'll all be dead because they're not doing anything. Well, they'll it's be your, dead before it happens. My generation maybe takes it a little bit more seriously, but still, in this country, they elected the Liberal National does Party. Trump in, not realise his kids are going to be alive during this shit? Like, does he just not care? Doesn't care, obviously, yeah. Or cares more about short term. I mean, you know, if, if I'm Trump, honestly, and I'm his kids, I'm thinking, well, listen. 
I'm going to be rich. Uh, I'm going to be rich, so I'll be able to... You'll be that fat guy that's milking the women from Mad Max, Fury (laughs) Road, you know? Yeah. 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 I'll be able to... I'll I'll have a better chance of building... a, a, a climate-controlled dome on a private island and, you know, surviving. You know what I think? I think Trump is actually, like, it's kind of like a, a ploy. He's like, I'm going to leave my electric tanning bed on so we can fuck up the environment. So instead, it gets slightly hotter, and I can actually get a real tan instead of a fake orange spray tan. Hmm. Jokes. That's so it's so just bad. just jokes with you guys today. <laughs> well, not really. It's seriously, though, like... Little bit of me like says like it's gonna happen. What's it gonna be like? I honestly, like, how cool would that be? It's not not. I don't know if you want to put it cool. That if we get experience like the end of the human race, like fuck it, dude. Like last last generation that ever gets to live. How cool would that be? That title would be kind of cool. So you don't plan on having kids yourself then? Oh, not at this point. But, at any know, point, don't see yourself as a parent. If we so- if we solve it, sure. But like if we go into Mad Max era. But, like, I've read things that say that we're already screwed. It's going to happen. It's, it's irreversible. So the, the point of now is just accepting it, being like, let's, let's, get, let's do it. Let's, let's, get ready to, let's get ready to rumble, you know? So what are you doing to get ready to rumble? Nothing are you, really are you learning how to live off the land? Are you becoming nah. a prepper no, like I'm, your no, Aunt Anita I'm, uh, used to be? I'm teaching myself how to build a biodome in my spare time. I'm building one in my backyard. I'm going to live in it. That's about it, yeah. Again, no, no, no serious answers well, here. It's just well, what well, are you doing if you if you accept it? Because you realise it means the economy is going to be screwed. Yeah. You're not going to have a job. You're not going to have any money. No one's going to be watching movies, so there's no point going to LA and becoming an actor. There's no point going to uni because no one's going to be able to hire you. It's going to be chaos in the streets. So literally, if you believe that, you should be right now living out in the middle of Australia in a tent. Learning how to survive. Just take it as it comes. Roll with the punches. See what happens. Right. Like, do you think it's do you think it's reversible? Um, I. Do you honestly think that we can unfuck it? I think if if the human race all of a sudden decided that this was incredibly important and focused optimistic. focused all of our resources and efforts on it, we could probably undo it. No. But that's not happening. Exactly. So it's fucked. Yeah. Accept it. And let's either figure out a solution to ditch this Earth, which we can't look, and we're no astronaut. See, it's going on in the background. It's going to happen. He's already predicted that we can by the time it hits. But, like, there's nothing much. We just sort of have to ride the wave out and see if we can. But what are you doing to prepare for riding the wave is my question. I'm not going to prepare. You're not going to prepare? No. You're just going to... I'm just going to live my life until it hits. And if it hits, it hits. If it doesn't and we live on, then we live on. Okay. You will be living just Mad Max style. Fuck At it, least man. watch all the Mad Max films. Uh, One and two, three, maybe not. Uh, four, sure. Does like Fury nine Road. seasons of Walking Dead count? Yeah, I, I guess, mean, yeah. I mean, you probably thought when you were going to have this conversation with us about climate change, you're going to think, oh, are they going to be worried about it? Are they actively trying to do stuff to prevent it? But like... No, I know you. I knew. I didn't well, not, think not that. Well, not me, but like our <laughs> our generation in general, like people that are twenty and under. Yes. No, because like, what can we do apart from trying to not make it worse? Well, you can run for politics when you're twenty. No, not really. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but it's just a matter of things like what do you okay, want to do with your hold life? on. So recently in Australia, there's been a whole bunch of school students protesting. Have you seen that in the news? You've been watching the news? Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it. Massive protests by school students in the streets in all the capital cities demanding 
that politicians take climate change more seriously, saying this is our future. And, you know, most of our federal politicians told them to shut up and go back to school. The reason why you can't run is because it's very, it's an easy answer. Do you know how, you know how people get elected, I think, better than anyone. It's money, power, influence, uh, contacts. That's what it comes down to, really. And when you don't have any, you, that's why the Greens never win. You know, all comes down to who they know. It's all about who you know. Right, so... And who you have backing you, I guess, but... Right, so you don't see yourself running for politics. I'm not at this age. Right. And I think it's going to be incredibly hard to squeeze these top dogs out. Right. Do you think it it, it isn't? Uh, incredibly hard, yeah. Yeah, incredibly hard. Because I know you would have run ages ago. If... No, I never wanted to run. But, um, you know, what I have spent the last 15 years doing is trying to uh, communicate with people, build a, build a, a publishing empire where I can talk to people and get them to think about stuff. Yeah. And I failed. But that was my plan, was to build a publishing empire to get people to to activate people. So that was my, my attempt at doing something. I guess I, I, that, I guess that's you, you, you micro help, but I, I mean, I don't think a bunch of people trying to do things like that are going to stop it. It's going, it's coming at us way too quickly to, to for everyone to make that sudden switch. I think it's going to, it'll take way too long. If we haven't already got it, it's probably not going to happen. I mean, we just have to try and find alternatives. So you're just fatalistic about the whole thing, really. It's going to happen. Let's just it's, it's, try and survive it. Yeah, it's like that either we can't get off the earth in time and we just have to live with it and then just take it as it comes or Musk finds a way to get us off the earth and we buy the first plane ticket out of here. Hunter? I mean, my, my sort of perspective on it is that I'm sure we've got there's a lot of people um, in our generation and that I'm sure somebody's going to come along and actually contribute. Um, but yeah, no, it's just like not something that I prioritise is like, I want, to, I want to go into politics and solve climate change, you know? Okay. So you don't lie awake at night terrified about the future? No, no, not at all. Interesting. I mean, why would you fear it? It's going to happen. There's no point being scared of it. It's like... Oh. It's like being scared of dying. Yeah. It's like, you don't. you could die tomorrow, but you're not going to plan to die. You know, you're going to just live your life and it happens, it happens. I guess... I don't think the world getting a bit hotter is going to mean that we're going to automatically be dead. Okay, so let me ask you this. You're now of a voting age. You will have to vote in local, state and federal elections sometime in the next year. Um, Is climate change going to rate highly on your decision-making process about how you vote? Of course. Yeah, definitely. That and uh, whoever's going to fix the NBN. <laughs> they're, they're your two yeah, priorities? That's it, really. So anyone but liberal. NBN, for international listeners, is the National Broadband Network. Yeah, the internet in Australia famously sucks. Um, our, our corporate telcos and our political leaders have done very little in the last 20 years to give us good internet. Um, there was a prime minister... Um, earlier this decade, Kevin Rudd, who came up with this idea for the National Broadband Network, he said, look, the, 
the um, private telcos aren't going to build a high broadband network, so the government will, but uh, the political opposition basically, uh, and, and Rupert Murdoch, ran a, a FUD campaign, got Rudd thrown out of government, got him sacked from his own party, or sacked from the job of Prime Minister by his own party. Um, and then when they when the opposition took over, they basically hamstrung the whole thing, and it's 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 terrible. I mean, there's small pockets of Australia that has good internet, but most of us stuck. We you know we live five kilometres out of Brisbane, and our internet sucks. Point seven upload. Yeah, terrible. Mm. So NBN is a big deal for you. Climate change. Do you know uh, how you're going to vote in the first elections? Do you do you have a party affiliation already? Um, not really. Not liberal though, because they were the one that ones that fucked up MBN. So steering clear of those guys. But aside from that, no, not really. No, I haven't really. I've only been eighteen for a, a month and a half. Like, putting no thought into it. Right. I just know what I think is important, but I'll have to make an informed decision when it comes time. I think. Do they tell you when you vote what they stand for? <laughs> is there a checkbox list that just compares them? Like. Like when you're getting a premium package. They will software. send you lots of stuff in the mail. Have you registered to vote? Yeah. I haven't yet. I need to. You have? Yeah. And you haven't? No. Why have you not when he has? I have no clue how. I did it like the start of the year, before I was even 18. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to go to the AEC's website, the Australian Electoral Commission right. and um, aec.gov.au or something like that. Um, yeah, well, they, they will be sending you stuff in the mail, the parties, saying vote for us. There'll be... It'll be marketing collateral. There'll be though. TV ads, radio ads, internet ads all over the place. You can go to their websites. Um, but if those are the two issues that really matter to you, then you're probably looking at the Greens, I guess. Yeah, I don't think they're going to unfuck NBN, though. Well... They're not ever going to be government, but if they can get uh, uh, enough seats, they can influence the government. That's the way our political system works. Yeah. Ne- neither of the major parties, Liberal or Labor, and especially not the Nationals, who are in the coalition with the Liberals, uh, take climate change seriously at all. Well, I think no one takes climate change seriously. Mm. Like, does anyone globally take climate change very seriously, unless you live in, like, fucking Sweden? Political parties? <laughs> like, does anyone, any government... No, not really. Yeah. I think yeah. the Chinese do more than anyone, actually. China's leading the way in terms of developing green energy. Yeah, but we've got the biggest coal industry in the world, so... isn't Do we? Is that what it is? Biggest coal? Yeah. 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 One it's of like the biggest 80% coal. of our GDP or some shit like that. I don't know, but no, it's not that big. But it's, you know, we are, the I think, the largest exporter of yeah. um, both coal and uranium in the world. Um, so what are you, so what are your views on um, the mining industry in Australia? Uh, do you have any views on whether it's a good thing or a bad thing? The mining industry would hope that you're pro mining as a source of jobs and uh, economic strength for the country. <laughs> Man, we do have a lot of. We should be going up full solar, though, right? Oh, like, I mean, I think I don't know if solar is the best thing. If you want to get, if we're trying to switch from coal, solar is kind of like a pain in the ass because even though it's good clean energy, it's a pain to make the switch. You have to go get solar panels, and that's that's what um, I think making it hard for people to make the switch. I, if there was a solution that didn't require people to 
um, put in much effort and they could do it and their conscience was clear, I think that would be the best alternative. So if there was a way of doing solar without having to attach a solar panel to your roof, like maybe like a... The, we, we have solar farms. Solar farms exist, right? Just mass solar farms and so you just switch over like a cable, you know? Right. But I you mean, don't think it should be up to people to put solar panels on I don't, the roofs? I, no, I mean, I think it should be up to them. It should be their responsibility. But I mean... I don't, just don't think people will. What if the government mandated it, passed legislation that said, by this time, you've got two years, every building in the country needs to be covered in solar panels? Do you ever see that happening? Be realistic. In yeah. the next five years. It could happen. Why, why not? What government is going to do that? Liberal won't? Labor won't? No, I know. Okay. so An, an imaginary government... That, that does what I tell them. Yeah. That, that imaginary government. Recalls all that, your guns. That does everything right. And so so getting back to climate change, let me... Hunter just dropped a hockey ball that he was badly playing with. Yeah. Um, let me... We're all fidgeting with something. Taylor's got a pack of cards. I've got a big blob of plasticine. And I've got my whopping penis. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to ask me to edit that out after the show? No, you can get that one in. Okay. <laughs> Um, so in terms of the science behind climate change, there are still politicians and people out there who don't believe it. I've had some crazy guy on, uh, uh, Instagram DMing me on Instagram for the last couple of weeks, trying to convince me that the climate change is all a hoax. Um, (laughs) do you, uh, have any doubts about the science? I, I don't think it's complicated science. I mean, we can measure the Earth's temperature, and that's it's getting hotter. So, and <laughs> I, the argument that I've heard is they show um, average temperatures and it fluctuates, like in winter. The, what's the argument where they just show when it's in winter and they show the temperature? But like, look, it's cold now. Like, you know, have you have you heard that one before? It's because you know, ten or fifteen years ago, we used to refer to what was going on as global warming. Then they changed it to climate change because people would say, well, it's getting colder, it's not it, getting hotter. It, they don't realise that it it's is the... global warming. It's it, the mean temperature yeah. around the planet, not it, your specific temperature in your specific little you town. You have to be an idiot to not realise that, though. Yeah, well, people are idiots. people are. Yeah. So, uh, getting back to the science, um, are, are you skeptical at all of the science as you're aware of it on climate change or do you just just like before we recorded hunter you said what's there to talk about it's just a fact Mm. that's how you guys see it it's just not negotiable it's just it's it's a reality yeah 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 absolutely and that humans so the other argument that the the um fossil fuel industry pushes through their paid mouthpieces uh people like andrew bolt in this country is that well, yes, the climate is changing, but it's not because of humans. It's just a natural thing that happens. He's playing the puberty card shit. What's that? The na- it's natural. It's just happening. That's the puberty card? Yeah, it's puberty Do you card. want to know my perspective on what I think is going to happen? Yeah. One of two things. Um, one, uh, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse, and we're all going to die and crash and burn and have to move inland and, and just sort of figure it out as we go. Or... Like, a lot of things that's going on is that when your generation starts to die off and our generation becomes the sort of... Um, but that's it's going to be fucked by then. 
<laughs> no, what I was going to say is that when our generation starts to have kids and children and teach them about it as well, we all, like, collectively try and fix it. I think um, it's if that can happen before we completely fuck the but earth. But it can't. It can't. It'll get worse, but hopefully we can stop it before it gets no completely... No, it'll be unfuckable by... That. Have you done the science behind it? Yeah. Done research? Well, the IPCC, yeah. the international intergovernmental body that takes the lead on climate change, has been saying recently that it's twenty years, right? It's either some of them are saying it's too late to do anything now, um, or they will say, you know, if we don't take serious steps in the next two years, it will be too late. Yeah, there's some debate. Well, you don't have twenty years to wait. We don't have. So let me ask you about this. So, like, if you put a liberal politician, Scott Morrison, our Prime Minister, John Howard, Tony Abbott, one of these guys, um, uh, in front of a microphone, they would say something like, yes, look, climate change is real and we should do something about it, but not if it's going to negatively affect our economy. The most important thing is a healthy economy um, and we're not going to do anything that would damage our economy our mining industry is a big part it's about 10% of our economy so we can't do anything that would damage that because that's the lifeblood of employment for Australians now they have to say that because really that's um, one of the measures of the success or failure of a government is the health of the economy Um, what's more important to you the short term health of the economy like, including your ability to get a job when you graduate from university um, or to make money in any way, shape, or form, or the the long-term survival of the species. Yeah, of, of course the latter. Economies recover. They, there's dips in them all the time. Like, that's why, I mean, if we're just going to... We can't just one day just decide to do a major switch. It has to be a transition, of course, but I think... I don't see why we wouldn't recover from that. I don't think it would be that damaging. Sure, it's a big part of our economy, but if it's a transition, we create more jobs in the solar field and just move over. I don't see why that's so damaging. Create the mining roles and move them to... Take some digger guy and then move him to... Digging sunlight. Digging sunlight, yeah. (laughs) Hunter, economy versus survival of the species... Our economy, as Taylor said before, it does go up and down. It does dip. Um, it fluctuates. So, regardless, it's going to go down at some point in like a recession. Um, but you know, I, saying complete, like completely letting go of the economy and just going full straight for the long term effects, it will significantly impact you know, our economy and it will be bad for our generation growing up trying to get jobs. So I wonder if there's sort of like a median where it can we can dip a little bit but also put some more money and effort towards the long-term sort of um, fix. I swear you could like relate this to an analogy almost. Like the, like the same way entrepreneurs, like they'll take the risk short-term for long-term benefits while people that play it safe and go to university... It's pretty good. Yeah, want to just play it safe and they don't want to risk uh, being economically damaged this early in their life, you know? So I think that's the best way to make an analogy of it. But the entrepreneurs make end up making the most money and they have the most success in the long term, I think. 
Well, that's something I've been saying for, I don't know, 10, 20 years, that Australia, with all of, you know, where we're situated, we, we, we have one of the lowest population densities of any country in the world. We have one of the highest uh, wealth per capitas of any country in the world. The vast majority of our country, no one lives on it, all the population densities on the coasts. We could turn the vast majority of Australia into one big fucking solar panel. And, and we should be, and we've got hot rocks and we've got lots of coastline where you can do wave-generated energy. We have got all of the right conditions and a smart population too um, to position ourselves as the world leaders in developing sustainable green energy. From an economic standpoint, that'd be super beneficial. You us. would think so because, again, and one of the other things that everybody with half a brain knows is that our coal industry is going to die at some point. We're going to run out of coal. No, not that necessarily, but China, who's one of our biggest customers for coal, at some point are going to go, right, we're not buying coal anymore. Mm -hmm. They've already been cutting back on the amount of coal that they buy. Well, if they're making the transition, why aren't we doing it as well? Because uh, politicians aren't prepared to pull their heads out of their asses. They're beholden to coal mining interests in this country. Do you think also that one of the reasons might be is that if you have somebody in government and they start making these strides, they'll be, a, they'll be worried that they might be kicked out of government? Yeah, and absolutely. So that's it, what it is. It's a, you know, they that's care why more about yeah. you know, how long they're in office for over and making the, long-term fix to the environment. And the board position they get on companies when they get out of it. Mm. They are beholden to the corporate interests in this country. And they're not willing to fight them. I don't. I think it's impossible to break that cycle, though. Of, of highly unlikely, because like what you have to do is that you have to find some uh, a politician that gets elected and is selfless enough to take his own personal risk. To- or you have an organisation that holds them to account. Like that's what the role of the media used to be, in theory. The fourth estate the media is supposed to be. They're supposed to keep politicians and people in power honest and represent the interests of the people. But they don't because they're owned by corporate interests. What about Facebook? What about Facebook? Would they have any power um, over politicians? Or be like, as you said, the media? Well, Facebook would, but it's a big corporation that's owned by big corporate interests. So it's not going to do anything against corporate interests. Right. The, the one the one organization in this country, and I was just filling out their annual survey before you came in, is GetUp. I've been a financial supporter of GetUp for years. They now have a million members around the country, and they are actually getting things done. They're working very hard to uh, force politicians to pay attention to what the people want. Are you familiar with GetUp? Have you ever looked at any of their campaign stuff? No. Nope. Hmm. Fascinating. Well, you should check that out because you're really their target generation, I think. Well, we're not. We've only just become old enough to vote. I wouldn't be surprised if we haven't seen any of this stuff yet or been exposed to it. Well, it's all over the TV and stuff like that. But yeah, so that's the problem, right? Well, problem for people like that trying to reach you. You don't watch TV. You don't watch free-to-air TV much anymore. Oh, never, never. Right. You have TVs, unlike me, because Taylor broke my last TV I had. Do you remember that? The TV's a piece of shit that needed to be broken anyway. Yeah, but you're playing guitar here and you knocked the TV over and it shattered everywhere. What TV in the year 2010 has a box on the back of it? He actually threw a tantrum and broke it. 
No, no. It was sitting. No. It was just sitting balancing there. It was on the balance of the box. I walked past it and, and brushed it. I remember. You had it sitting on a fucking crate, like in the living room. Yeah. Um, but no, like hardly anybody in our generation watches TV anymore. Like, there's a very, very, very small percentage. Why don't you watch TV? Oh, that's a whole nother discussion, but it's... Um, oh, I can't stand fucking Neighbours, bro. Like, or the 7pm project. That's one of the bad ones. Yeah. It's just all that's on whenever I have time. And it's, like, mum, like, loves that shit and will consume it all day, but... Like, no, actually, no, she's not. She, she'll make... She'll choose Netflix over it these days, I think. It's just Netflix is much more convenient. You can choose what you want to watch instead of being forced to watch what you what's on. So, like, yeah, I mean... Don't you have, like, a DVR connected to your TV? A DVR? What the DVR? <laughs> DVD player? Let's just say DVD player. No, a DVR, a digital oh. video recorder, something that no. records TV shows so you no. can play them back later. No. No? No, that's so stupid. Well, uh, it, I, well it's Imagine what having people... a hit recorder to record your show. Just, no, let me go home, open Foxtel, and just, Foxtel Now, and just watch my show. Right. Yeah. Um, and do you do you watch those shows on a big television? Like nah, just my laptop. Use Google, whatever it is. No, laptop. So not interested in big the big TV experience. Nah, I mean I mean when I'm sitting six inches away from it. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of big experiences, are we going to go see Holmes and Watson? Oh yeah. <laughs> When's it next week? Oh, it's Boxing Day. Boxing Day. I'm going to tell you guys, you can't you can't overhype it. If you overhype it and you no, go, I'm no, overhyping no. it because I know it's going to suck. It's going to be a good suck. Yeah, it's going to good suck. That's we no, 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 the thing that. is, if you, it, no, stop. That's what, that's if you overhype it and then you go see it and then you it doesn't meet your expectations, you're going to be disappointed. But if you think it's going to be, eh, it'll be okay, and then you go and then you love it. That's what we're saying. Then no, we're saying I'm it's going to be stupid. It's just going to be stupid. But it's Will Ferrell and John C. Rowling. I have to prepare my brain for that mental stupid state. So, it, so it's like this if you go watch like a shitty superhero film and then it's shit you go well yeah and you can complain about it but if it's Holmes and Watson with Will Ferrell and Dust Riley it's like I expect it to be shit so if it doesn't if it's not shit then I'm going to be disappointed I don't know it's weird what about uh, Once Upon a Deadpool are you going to go see that nah why would I want to go with, uh, it's just going to be Deadpool 2 with like all the words cut out of it all the <laughs> F you it's going to be like oops yeah, a mate of mine went and saw it with his 13-year-old last night. Is it any night. different on new scenes? Probably. Yeah, well, there's all the Fred, um, what's-his-face scenes yeah. in it, the Princess Bride scenes, and there's some other stuff. And You know what I want to see? He said that the, the, the overdubbing of the swear words is actually pretty funny. What is it? What would they overdub it with? Just with... Well, I told you... Frick, frack, and... Well, when we were... When Chrissy and I were flying to Europe, I was watching films like Three Billboards, which every word is fuck in the film. And, but the airplane version, they were like... Well, Fruit Loops this, and they were coming up with all sorts of funny F words. Well, Fudge Balls and Fruit Loops, and it was actually very entertaining to hear them come up with all of these. They deliberately were coming up with really it's like stupid the good place. replacements. Fudge Ball yeah, like The Good Place has done yeah. that as well. Fudge yeah. Ball sounds worse than fucking my mate. You know. Fudge yeah. Like- I know you never watched Battlestar Galactica, um, no. the reboot, but the because um, that was screening on network TV, they came up with Frack. So they were all like fracking this and fracking that and frack this. So they figured out a way to get there, be able to swear, but they just created a new swear word that uh, couldn't be bleeped by the censors. Mm. Anyway, how do we get onto that? Oh, political parties. Okay. Oh, uh, well, um, well, I guess that's it then. So fascinating. Um, next time, drugs, guns, Drug prostitutes. Makeup. What? Prostitutes? Yeah, I don't know. You ever been to a prostitute? 
No. Well, okay, well... I find the whole idea of prostitutes... Sad? Yeah, did you really, like that, really Did you sad. like that answer? Like, no. No. <laughs> Nothing that's on the record, because my wife listens to these. <laughs> um... No, I've told you before. Like, I, I, like, I fully in, uh, uh, support the existence of prostitution as a field if the women are, you know, doing it you know, with their full consent. Um, and I support the the ability of men to visit prostitutes. I think that's better than them feeling the need to sexually assault someone or, or, or just jerk off. Well, yeah, but that's not the same for some reason. Um, but no, the idea of, of going to a prostitute for me is kind of icky. Um, and it's even the same with strippers. I, I've never really understood the point of going to watch a strip show. Like, what's the point of getting turned on if you, if you can't bang them afterwards? Like, I, I, I don't... I <laughs> okay, don't. let's talk about this next week, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> All right. It's a little bit the same with porn. As long as you have an outlet for it, <laughs> that's what we should do, porn. Your generation's view of porn and, and strippers. Riley Reid. And Riley Reid, wow. Your view of Riley Reid. Has Reed. he shown you the rap? Yeah, we said it to him. The, the, Riley, the, the Riley Reid rap? The oh, rap yeah, 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 you did. Uh, By the way, I watched YouTube review too. Rewind how bad, how Rewind. cringy was it? I didn't get it. Oh, it didn't was get dumb. It, well, yeah. if you understood what this It's the about. number it just, one most just disliked bo- video on YouTube. Now. Yeah, it just seemed boring to me. Yeah, I that's mean, the point. I, it's I, fucking boring. It has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. And Will Smith. Yeah. Been like... I want Fortnite, like, yeah. and John Oliver and Trevor Noah. Who are not even YouTubers. Exactly, just trying to make... Well, the, they are. They're no, they huge on YouTube. They just take their content and they have a team that throws it up it's there. On they're, YouTube. Not, they're not a YouTuber who sits on one YouTube. person who sits... No, yeah, neither's, Will, neither's fucking Will Smith. YouTuber is a... Well, yeah. He's got a team of people. I wouldn't call Will Smith a YouTuber either. Right. I'd call him a, an actor trying to re, uh, revive his dead career. Yeah. And, After, he's, and he's doing a good job. What too. was that shit? Yeah, he is. He's crushing it. Well, he's had a whole bunch of shitty dead. Well, no, he's, he's only doing good because we talked about this uh, on the thing we recorded today was that... Um, You've already recorded a podcast today? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That uh, you, uh, YouTube Crushing now, now um, wants this sort of politically correct like ad environment because they want to just make a lot of ad money. So they just promote all these super family-friendly content uh, providers. And yeah, Will Smith, like big actor. Yeah, we can just... Let's promote the shit out of him because we can run a lot of ads on his shit, you know? Basically, it is. So, is your uh, untwined podcast online? Can people go listen to it yet? Not yet. Not yet, but it will be soon. Very soon. Very soon. As a plug. Right. Mm. Got a URL? No. Okay. Soon. To be soon. Honest. All right. Well, by the time we put this out, it might be up because. You take two weeks to post this? Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not putting them up anywhere until I can figure out where to put them. What are we calling this? I don't know. That's why I haven't put it up. I don't know what to call it. I suggested a whole bunch of names. You guys shot them all down. I, I like three peas in a pod. <laughs> That's cute. I know. <laughs> okay. Why don't you just ask your audience for suggestions? I did. And they just came back with shit. Yeah, yeah they came back with shit. They're useless. <laughs> Except for the guy who came up with Marketing Messiah. I, uh, his <laughs> no, name I have written down it. somewhere. You don't like that? No. Why not? Because uh, the Messiah... It's, if, you're marketing. You're marketing the movie. Hardly anybody really knows what the Messiah is. They call it God, or Jesus. So it doesn't. It, they kind of marketing the Messiah. What, what, why why are you marketing the him, like, That's what Paul did to build the religion. He had to market the concept of the Messiah to the Romans. But you're marketing it to your generation. You've so. even seen the first eighteen minutes of my film. How do you not understand this? 
I didn't. You weren't paying attention. No, it's not. I've wow. I've watched it three times. And you still don't get it. When marketing comes into it, no. It's not marketing. Oh, actually, actually now, now that I think about it. Yeah. And you're studying marketing. Stop, stop. Actually, Everything stop, is stop. marketing. This is the first time I've actually probably thought about it. Yeah, I kind of get it because he's trying to convince people. So yes. Marketing. I get it. Hi, hey, hey. hey. It's kind of good. Wow. It took me a second. Yeah. <laughs> if you understand I'm going to stop referring to you as the dumb one now. Oh. Oh. Low blow. <laughs> I'm, cool. I'm kidding. You're the one anyway. that's you're the one that's actually passing university. <laughs> Low blow. Oh, okay. This is what our relationship is like. All right. Thanks. Good show, guys. No worries. Thank you.